This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. So I took the weekend to process what happened over at Twitter with Elon and Matt Taibbi, the reporter, and the, I don't, again, explosive, I don't know, I'm running out of words, you know what I'm saying? Like, do the words even matter anymore? The story speaks for itself. Revelations about a massive censorship operation of conservatives, not liberals. At Twitter. I've got it all broken down for you today. You're not going to forget this show when we're done with this today. It took me a long time this morning to put this thing together. I'm proud of what we did for you here. Thousands of my savvy listeners are protecting their online activity with a VPN. Get one today. Go to expressvpn.com slash Bongino. Welcome to the Dan Bongino Show. I've got that. I've got loads of video of the hilarious, 100% predictable media liberal activist response Breaking news about what the FBI did with this Twitter scandal. This is a bombshell story if there ever was one. We can't have a United States that functions like this. We just can't. You heard me talk about how important it is to have a VPN to protect your online privacy. But choosing a VPN you trust is equally as important. I can say with full confidence that ExpressVPN is the best VPN on the market. Here's why. Number one, ExpressVPN doesn't log your activity online. Lots of these cheaper free VPNs make money by selling your data to advertisers. ExpressVPNs develop the technology trusted server and it makes their VPN servers incapable of storing any data at all. Here's two, speed. ExpressVPN uses Lightway, a new VPN protocol they engineered to make user speeds faster than ever. The last thing is how super easy it is to use. You don't need technical skills to set it up. Even I can do it. Fire up the app, tap a button, you're connected. That's it. Business Insider, The Verge, and other tech journals rate ExpressVPN the number one VPN in the world. Protect yourself with the VPN I use and trust. Use my link, expressvpn.com slash Bongino today and get an extra three months free on a one-year package. That's expressvpn.com slash Bongino, expressvpn.com slash Bongino to learn more. All right, Joseph, let's go. Monday, Monday. Let's go, brother. it is Monday. And what's tomorrow, fellas? Tomorrow's election day in Georgia to save the country with Herschel Walker and the Raphael Warnock race. If you have not yet voted for Herschel Walker in Georgia, please, for the sake of the country, I don't know what else I need to say. Take you and 10 friends with you and make sure you vote by tomorrow. We cannot lose this 50-50 Senate. It is a huge deal. It is not a meaningless race. It means everything. Please vote. And a quick announcement. You like this shirt? Folds of Honor, my favorite charity. You like the Dan Bongino Show logo? Wait, you like the back? Can you see that? I have an announcement about that coming tomorrow. An announcement about an announcement. You're going to love it. I've been working on it a long time. Very excited. So it took the weekend to process all this, what happened on Twitter. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, our worst fears have come true. As Joe and Guy and I say often, we are straight. Uh, no, not straight out of Compton. We are straight out of conspiracy <laughs> theories. Every one of our conspiracy theories is now true. So you're going to have to flush some more our way because all the old ones have now come true. We told you the government big tech symbiotic organism was working in concert to do what? To crush conservatives and help Democrats get elected. 
They are doing it with the government. Yes, they are. Liberals are speaking about it. It wasn't the government. It was the Biden campaign. Oh, okay. Uh, despite the mounds of evidence that the government was involved, you, you missed that. Media uh, journalism's dead, of course. The government big tech symbiote is real. Here's the question. How deep does it go? So let's sum up what happened on Friday. One of the few good journalists left, Matt Taibbi, working with Elon Musk and Twitter, released on his Twitter account, the Twitter files showing massive intra-Twitter and inter-departmental government and otherwise. Um, I I shouldn't say government. I'll get to that part later with Elvis Chan. Uh, Let's just say Biden campaign efforts to suppress the Hunter Biden story. They went so far, folks, to use techniques Twitter used to suppress kitty porn. Kitty porn. To use that to make sure you couldn't even share the Hunter Biden laptop story on DM, direct message. Not even on Twitter publicly. You couldn't even use their back channel messaging system to share it. They were using kiddie porn stuff. The media and the leftist reaction, which should have been horror at the Biden campaign and people in the government, I'll get to that, that they used kiddie porn-like tools to help Joe Biden win an election while suppressing a negative story about his son. This is like a, this is like a, a Watergate, but... But even more profound story. And yet the media is like, yeah, man, no big deal. This is about Hunter Biden's unit. No one wanted to, you, what do you want to see is you, this is what they said. They go, you wanted to see naked pictures of Hunter? Uh, No, I'm kind of disgusted Mm. by that. The naked pictures of Hunter were a sliver of what the real story was about. The emails about him and money for his dad, the big guy, after cutting corrupt foreign deals. James Woods was involved in this, too, the actor. Remember James Woods, very famous actor, oh, yeah. been around forever. Yeah, he's been in a whole lot of movies. James Woods is a conservative. James Woods had twint, uh, tweeted out some of these pictures. Some of them were Hunter Biden in his, you know, birthday suit, if you know what I mean. And James Woods' account was then attacked by Twitter as they tried to suppress this story. So I'm going to start off today. I hope you didn't miss this. This is James Woods on the Tucker Carlson show. He just, you want to talk about laying waste to the left and the Biden administration on this phone call and with the Tucker Carlson show. Listen to every word of this. He had something to say because his account was suspended too. Check this out. I tweeted something today about James Monroe. You know how old James Monroe, president of the United States, by the way, later on, you know how old he was when, um, when, when they signed the Declaration of Independence? No. He was 18 years old, 18 years old. Okay. John Adams was 19 years old. You know, they talk about all oh, these old white men wrote the constitution. They were <laughs> teenagers fighting for an independent way of life, fighting for rights. The most precious of which, the most precious of which was the right to free speech. And the government of the United States conspired to take my free speech and throw it in the gutter. And there's something that they should fear more than anything they have ever imagined in their wildest dreams. The most dangerous man to these corrupt, vile vermin is an American who's not afraid of them. Yeah, an American who's not afraid is really dangerous. You know who's even more dangerous? Americans with nothing to lose. And Twitter and Facebook and the FBI and the United States government, and the DHS and the 2020 Biden campaign 
by trying to take everything from Americans, take away their right to earn money through boycotts on their conservative platforms, getting them fired through cancel culture, indoctrinating and sexualizing their kids, all of it. You are taking everything. They're just as dangerous. Folks, we need more people to speak out like this boldly, proudly, vividly, not screwing around with the language. We're facing the most dangerous threat to free speech we've ever faced in American history, ever. There has never been a more technologically advanced and sophisticated effort to censor any information that would reflect negatively on the growing socialist, communist, anti-free speech regime we have than there is right now. Make no mistake. There's a big difference between propaganda in the media, which is bad enough, and censorship efforts to crush any opposition to that propaganda. Those are two different things. By the way, a totally predictable response to the left now that it's been outed that the Biden campaign was working with Twitter people to slay this story and crush negative information about Biden's corrupt son and their corrupt business dealings. The response by the left has been totally, completely predictable. And by the left, I mean Michael Steele, too. Dan, the guy was the former head of the Republican Party. Uh, he's now a grifter. This guy, shockingly, did a fundraiser for me one time. He used to be a sane Republican at some point. Yeah. I don't know if the money got to him. Joe knows him well. Yeah. I mean, Maryland politics, we know this guy well. He was a lieutenant governor of Maryland. The guy is turned into one of the biggest grifters, one of them. He's not the, you got Nicole Wallace, you got Rick Wilson and others. But this guy, here is a totally predictable response. He's asked about this story. And he uses, again, this useful idiot logic. There's nothing communists love more than useful idiots. And they're ridiculous attempts at air quotes logic. Here he tries to make the case, this is laughable, listen to this. It's sad, but laughable. That freeing up speech on Twitter, which is what Elon is doing by exposing this cabal of censorship around the Hunter Biden story, freeing up speech is somehow an attack on free speech. If you're saying you got to be a moron to believe that, keep in mind he's talking to liberals on MSNBC. Check this out. Putting those things back on the platform, uh, juxtaposition with the argument that he's all about free speech, um, really undermines the central, some of the central tenets of free speech is that it is, it is about, yes, the freedom of you to say things, but not at the harm or expense of someone else. And so when you're perpetuating lies and, and, and so forth, um, you're really kind of laughing in the face of this idea of what the platform he claims is supposed to be. For the party, um, they love it. I mean, they got, they got the world, one of the world's richest men, uh, helping them, uh, foment the kind of distrust of the system uh, and disinformation um, where their fingerprints don't necessarily have to be on it. I played this cut because it shows you the level of lying. He's not delusional. Michael Steele doesn't actually believe that. He's like, that's not what he really believes. Well, why is he saying it? He's saying it because he works at MSNBC or with MSNBC or does contributor stuff over there, whatever it may be. I'm not sure if he's on their payroll or not. But being in the public eye on MSNBC keeps him out there and it makes him a prominent enough figure that he can get his next job or whatever it may be. So there's a financial incentive, you understand, for him to say insane things that Elon Musk freeing up this platform is creating a dangerous situation. Think about the. Do you understand the hilarity of that? Tragic, but hilarious. Who does outing. Twitter's role in suppressing Hunter Biden's laptop story before the election. Who is that dangerous to? You understand? You, you guys picking up where I'm going here? Yeah. He gives up all the cookies in the right. cookie jar. He's not wrong. It's dangerous to liberals 
who are either paying this guy or giving him a position on the air to, to use and leverage to get other types of employment and money. He gives up everything right there, whether he knows it or not. That this would be a dangerous story to Democrats. So therefore, we can't have free speech. Again, whether he knows it or not is entirely irrelevant. Now, this Yoel Roth, who was a senior executive at Twitter, he's gone now, thankfully. He did a podcast with Kara Swisher, who does tech type stuff and, and, uh, and big tech type stuff. So she had him on, uh, Kara Swisher. This thing went nuclear. This guy was a former Twitter exec. I want you to listen here. How he describes the Babylon Bee, a satire site, a satire site. How when the Babylon Bee was banned, how this was necessary again, because it's, here we go with the dangerous and violent stuff. They're doing this deliberately. This is communist style agitprop. It's not new. This is very old. Joe been around longer than me. We've seen this stuff forever. This is communist style agitprop. Speech is violence. Yet violence on their behalf, Antifa and BLM, is speech. You notice how they invert this entire thing? Listen to how he describes a satire site talking about a, uh, a trans person, Rachel Levine. Watch how he describes it. And everything's about danger and violence. This is done very deliberately. It's not a mistake. Take a listen. The targeting and the victimization of the trans community on Twitter is very real, very life-threatening, and extraordinarily serious. Um, we have seen from a number of Twitter accounts, including libs of TikTok notably, that there are orchestrated campaigns that particularly are singling out a group that is already particularly vulnerable within society. And so, yeah, not only is it not funny, but it is dangerous and it does contribute to an environment that makes people unsafe in the world. You see this factual inversion, an inversion of facts. Violence is violence, speech is speech. Well, now it's inverted. Speech is violence, yet their violence, Antifa and BLM, is just speech. Folks, this tactic is nothing new. Study the actions of the Cuban revolutionaries, the Soviets. Study the actions in any fascist regime in the initial stage before they get power. Then they just don't care. Then they don't care, they don't care about looking like hypocrites or anything else. Then they just kill you. Look at the actions early on. This is the exact same game plan. You understand this? Nothing is new. Nothing is new under the sun. It's the same ideological tricks and factual inversions. Socialists and fascists have been doing for hundreds of years. They've been doing it for thousands of years. They've been doing it since the, you know, the, the, uh, the origins of consciousness and the breakdown of the bicameral mind. For those of you who read that Julian James book, right? This, none of this is new, man. There is nothing new under the sun. Now, the liberal response to this story is 100% totally predictable, completely predictable. The liberal response, of course, rather than doing actual journalism and saying, guys, this is a problem. We've got a Biden campaign and the FBI. I'll, I'll bring the receipts for that in a minute. Gun-carrying entities within the United States government with the power to take your life and take your freedom. We've got these two entities, a political campaign and government gun carriers, working with what's supposed to be a private company, get it, at the time publicly traded, but still free market company nonetheless, and deputizing them to squelch the political speech of our opponents? Does this story require any other explanation? The answer is, of course not, only if you're a dipwad. 
But because the media, listen to me, this was predictable because when you understand that the media are activists and little commies first, right? That's a fact. That's not open for interpretation. That's a fact based on the reactions. Not all in the media, but most of them. None of this was, none of the response was even remotely puzzling. They said, listen, Elon and Matt Taibbi, all this stuff, whatever, all it shows is that there was no government involvement and the Biden campaign was just trying to get the story squashed. So no big deal. Really? Interessante. That's interesting. There was no government involvement. That's really fascinating because they, Twitter submitted a declaration that the FEC got a hold of to the FEC. And in there, Twitter acknowledged that they had, what is that, since 2018? This is the declaration of Yoel Roth. Oh, the guy you just saw. Since 2018, I've had regular meetings with Major League Baseball, the entertainment community. Oh, no, no, it doesn't say that. I'm sorry. It says Office of the Director of National Intelligence. Oh. Is that a government entity, Guy? Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. saying yet, yeah. Joe. What yeah. about the Department of Homeland Security and the FBI? Because oh, he says he met with them too. Nah, nah, they're government guys, man. Yeah. Okay. Oh, oh, they are. They're not mercenaries. They're not mercs or anything nah. like that. They're, they're oh, okay. That's good to know. And other industry peers. So he's admitting in a declaration that he met with them, and he admits that during these weekly meetings, the federal law enforcement agencies. Oh, look, he even told us they were law enforcement agencies communicated that they expected a hack and leak operation by state actors, and it would occur right before the election, likely in October. Wow. He was told that the intelligence community expected individuals associated with political campaigns would be subject to hacking attacks and that materials obtained would be disseminated over social media platforms, including Twitter. These hack and leak operations were discussed throughout 2020. Oh, here's the kicker. Listen to this last line. Twitter. This is a Twitter declaration of the FEC, Yoel Roth. I also learned in these meetings that there were rumors that a hack and leak operation would involve Hunter Biden. I thought it wasn't the government. I thought it wasn't the G. I, we were just told by media people all throughout the weekend, nothing to see here. This is just the Biden campaign reaching out about misinformation. Ironically, it turned out to be true. This is not the government. That's really weird. That's weird. That, do you see that? You ever see those giffies with the pointing thing? Yeah, that's, that's strange because oh, Yoel Roth is acknowledging right there that they met with DHS, the DNI, and the FBI, and they were told that there was some Hunter Biden stuff coming. Wow. How would they know that? How would the FBI, the DHS, and others, Joe, government entities, by the way, clearly colluding with a private actor to squash free speech, how would they know there was Hunter Biden information coming and tell Twitter it's going to be a hack and leak, which turned out to be a conspiracy huh. theory because now we know the laptop is real. How would they know that? Telepathy? It's good guess. Good. Very, I appreciate All right. you know, your zeal to contribute to the show yeah, man. by contributing your deep body of knowledge. Um, but no. Telepathy is not the answer. Okay. It is not ESP or ESPN for you liberals at home. It is not. But again, Joe, thanks for trying. As it turns out, the FBI had a had the laptop in their possession and was accessing Rudy Giuliani's iCloud, and they were reading his messages in live time. Oh. So as Rudy Giuliani, who was working with um, 
had worked in as friends with Trump, as Rudy Giuliani, former mayor of New York City, is transmitting to people, hey, this laptop is really bad. Look at all this stuff Hunter did. The FBI's reading that before the election. So they had kind of a little bit of a heads up. That's, that's just so strange that they knew all that stuff and then went right to Twitter and said, oh, man. They didn't go to Twitter and say, hey, listen, um, they've got the goods on Hunter. The story's coming out. So we have the laptop. It's real. So we're just telling you in advance this is real, which would have been the right thing to do. They did the exact opposite. The balls on these people. They did the exact opposite. They had the laptop. They knew everything was real. And instead of going to Twitter and saying, hey, you're going to hear about this soon. We're just letting you know this is real. They did the opposite and tried to pre-bunk a true story. Please go to my newsletter today and read this. It's the first article. It's Miranda Devine, <clears throat> who's the author of Laptop from Hell, a book I published uh, with my partner. It is back up on the top of the charts because she called this a year ago and wrote about it in the book. She now has a piece out uh, yesterday. It broke last night. The FBI warned Twitter during weekly meetings of the Hunter Biden hack and leak operation before censoring the New York Post. Folks, I'm going to get into more of what's in this piece in a second. It's the most important piece you're going to read all week, and the week just started. Maybe, maybe all month. And the month just started, too. Let me get to this first. I'm going to get back to this story. Nuclear explosions in this story. Folks, American financing. If you haven't looked over your budget in a while, now may be a good time. Christmas is around the corner, and I'm sure additional funds could really help. Where can you cut back? Well, if you're a homeowner, you may not have to. Your home equity is up significantly, and that equity can be accessed as cash for the things you need. You just got to call American Financing. Get that free savings review I've been telling you about. They're going to look at your entire financial picture from your home loan to your equity, even your high interest debt. They'll review it all. They're helping customers just like you save an average of $695 a month. If you start soon, you could delay two payments. This is a good company, which is instant cash on hand, and you may close in as fast as 10 days. There's no reason to wait. Call American Financing today, 888-994-7660. Here's the number again, 888-994-7660. Or you could visit them online. This is a .NET address, not a .com. Keep that in mind. AmericanFinancing.net, AmericanFinancing.net. NMLS 182334, NMLS Check them out. They're a good company. AmericanFinancing.net. If you're looking for a firearm that's easy to transport, you got to check out the U.S. Survival Rifle from Henry Repeating Arms. It's a portable rifle you can put together and take apart in a few minutes. And then when you're not using it, you can store the parts in the little case it comes in. It's so small, it can be stored anywhere, in a go bag, anywhere. It's light enough to carry everywhere. Comes in black and two different camo patterns. You can pick one up for three to $400, depending on the finish. You can watch a few videos at henryusa.com survival. And while you're there, be sure to order their free catalog. Henry makes more than 200 rifles, shotguns, and revolvers in the role made in America, backed by a lifetime satisfaction guarantee and the best customer service in the business. Go to their website. It's henryusa.com and be sure to order a free catalog. They'll send it with free decals and a list of dealers in your area. That's henryusa.com for a free catalog and decals and to see the Henry U.S. Survival Rifle. So what is in this stunning, shocking piece from Miranda Devine about, yes, the government, FBI, DHS, and DNI's efforts to pre-bunk and censor the Hunter Biden story, despite the fact the government had the laptop and could have done and should have done the opposite, telling Twitter the story's true. We have the laptop. It's, it, this, is, oh, this is, again, you can call this a conspiracy theory on the left, but the theoretical part is done. It was a conspiracy, just not what you think. The FBI agent's name, the supervisory special agent who was involved in this effort to meet with big tech before the election to say, Wink and nod, there's going to be something coming out about Hunter. 
And even though we have the uh, laptop, it's fake or whatever. The guy's name may sound familiar because FBI whistleblower Kyle Serafin on my show, podcast, and my radio show had already told us that this guy was deeply involved in this. Again, proving you're not wasting your time on this show. His name is Elvis Chan. How do we know what Elvis Chan was up to? Well, we know what Elvis Chan was up to because of this Fox story. <laughs> That's also in the newsletter. FBI met with big tech ahead of 2020 election and agent testified in that lawsuit by Republican Attorney General Eric Schmidt about collusion with the FBI. FBI agent Elvis Chan testified Tuesday to Missouri and Louisiana attorneys general. What did he say? He admitted to meeting with them. But something weird happened in those Elvis Chan FBI big tech interviews. This is very telling. Turn the volume up. Elvis Chan knows he's in trouble. And Elvis Chan knows one thing. Elvis Chan knows that he cannot admit to specifically bringing up Hunter Biden. Because if he admits to specifically bringing up the Hunter Biden story, it creates two problems, Joe. Number one, it's now obvious they're playing partisan games to hide a story for the Democrat, Joe Biden. And number two, they already had the laptop. So it's kind of weird when Elvis Chan, if you uh, read that uh, New York Post story, read the Fox story too. When Elvis Chan was asked about if they brought up Hunter Biden, Joe, he said, this is a real stunner again. He said, quote, I don't know. I couldn't recall mentioning Hunter. So strange weird. how the FBI can recall a whole lot. Yeah, weird. So strange how he couldn't recall. Why? Well, he can't recall because he knows if he admits that again, partisan games, obviously, free speech partisan games, the most serious kind, tragic game. And number two, they had the laptop. Folks, there's more bombshells in this piece. Again, Miranda goes over the surveilling of Rudy Giuliani's messages, which gave them the ability, the FBI, to predict what Rudy was going to do because they're watching his messages in live time. When Rudy's working with this group to get the laptop information out, the FBI is going to big tech in advance of everything he does and saying, oh man, there's going to be like this, this Russian attack tomorrow and it's going to look like this. And Twitter Twitter eager, by the way. Don't, don't think Twitter was fooled, by the way. Twitter knows they could. Twitter just could have asked Elvis Chan, check the laptop. Twitter wanted to be, quote, fooled. You get what I'm saying? Twitter's in on this 100%. Don't buy their nonsense. Weekly meetings in the run-up to the 2020 election? You believe this? Oh, and by the way, Elvis Chan's denials. Gee, can you pull up that FEC thing again? I'm sorry. I don't mean to go backwards, but. He's a flexible guy. He don't care. It's interesting that Elvis Chan said that he couldn't recall mentioning Hunter Biden. Yet in this declaration of Yoel Roth in this FEC report, he specifically mentions, I learned in these meetings that there were rumors of a hack and leak operation involving Hunter Biden. So, so strange. Again, are those stories just keep moving past each other? I think the media would... Uh, Jumping on this, but of course the media loves this idea because it involves the censoring of their censoring of their political opponent. Now, as for the media claims that there's no government involvement, I think we just thoroughly destroyed that, did we not? FBI's meeting with big tech before the election. There's a testimony from Yoel Roth that it was about Hunter Biden. The FBI agent involves like, hey, I can't recall if I mentioned Hunter Biden, but they mentioned a hack and leak operation. We know they actually had the laptop. 
I think, honestly, folks, right now, you're a moron, not you specifically, but the liberals listening, you're a moron and a tier one level idiot if you believe there's no government involvement here. Why is that important? Because now it makes it a clear First Amendment issue. How else do we know that the government's been coordinating with big tech to monitor and take down posts about Hunter Biden and others? Masks, all this other stuff. They told us. <laughs> Perfect time. See, I just want to help Joe gets the cheat because he sees the clips in advance, that's right? right. Big yeah. team here. They told us. Joe's like, they did? Yeah, that's not the clip I played before. Yes, it is. Thank you, Joe. This is Jen Psaki, Peppermint. <laughs> yeah. She's back. No, she's not back. But this is Peppermint at the White House Brady press room. From We didn't manipulate this. It's only edited for time. There's no words inserted. Here she is blatantly admitting that they're flagging posts and working with social media to censor content. So media people... Take this one and ram it up your caboose because you're all lying again. Here, check this out. We are in regular touch uh, with these social media platforms, uh, and those uh, engagements typically happen through members of our senior staff, but also members of our COVID-19 team. Uh, given, as Dr. Murthy uh, conveyed, uh, this is a big issue of misinformation, specifically on the pandemic. In terms of actions, Alex, that uh, we have taken or we're working to take, I should say, from the federal government, uh, we've increased uh, disinformation research and tracking uh, within the Surgeon General's office. We're flagging problematic posts for Facebook uh, that spread disinformation. Whoa! Keyword four. Four. We're doing it for. Yeah! Unreal! Yeah. Dude! It it, it is, isn't it? Like you you say, because I know some of you at home, you're probably thinking what I'm thinking. Like, this is an. Kareem Jean Pierre is terrible. Like, no one's changing their vote, right? She's She's just not good at her job. Uh, I don't know something. She's not smart. She's just not good at it. She's she's a liar, but she's a bad one. I, that may even be a compliment. I, I don't know. I'm not trying to be, you know, dopey about it. I'm just I'm just being honest. She's not a good liar. Saki is a very very skilled PR flack. She knows exactly what she's doing. That Jen Saki. I'm, I'm not. Listen, I'm not playing games with you here. I'm I'm being as serious as a freaking heart attack right now. That Jen Psaki wasn't smart enough to not say that is so deeply puzzling to me. She's admitting as a paid government employee that they violated the First Amendment and they actually have a team of people working with social media to continue to do it. I Again, I'm not playing. Playtime's over. I, I'm stunned at the stupidity of that. It's like admitting to a murder on live television. Yeah, yeah I killed the guy. You did? What? Everybody in the room would be like, why'd she just say, what? It, you just admitted to the crime. Of course, the story gets worse. Here's Yoel Roth back again. Keep in mind, this is the guy who used to be at Twitter. Big time exec. Knee deep in the censorship over there. Here he is again. I, I played this after Saki because putting their political crimes and constitutional crimes on video is their forte. There's this, I've seen this before, guys. There's this inclination on the left. Sorry, I don't mean to get off track here because the show's important. I want to keep it tight. He hates when I do. But there's this, just quick, there's an inclination on the left always because they're totalitarians obsessed with power to let you know they're in power as kind of a reinforcement mechanism and like a warning. But when they're telling you about their power, they're telling you how they got there in violation of constitutional principles. 
prohibiting the collection of power in the way they want. If that makes sense. They love admitting to their crimes. Here's Yoel Roth again at that podcast. Here he's admitting that before the election, they basically focused on Donald Trump's account, but did no such thing to Hillary's account, the run-up to the 2016 election, when she was promoting misinformation about Russians, you know, uh, giving Trump uh, information and, uh, and there's a PP tape. They did nothing to censor her and everything to censor Trump. He's admitting to it right here. Listen. Donald Trump. That one I don't think was a mistake. January 6th. So it, it starts on the 6th, but it also starts prior to that. That's correct. In the weeks leading up, in the weeks between Election Day and January 6th, Twitter moderated hundreds. I think the, the, the final number ended up as like 140 separate tweets from just at real Donald Trump that violated various policies. Yes, he was good at that. Integrity policy. Yeah. Every morning it was a new tweet. Much of it was recirculating some of the same narratives, and all of it was focused on the ultimately false claim that the 2020 election had been stolen. This is, this is an astonishing admission that Hillary Clinton, who insisted the 2016 election was stolen, had no such team dedicated to monitoring her tweets, but Twitter had a team monitoring, quote, hundreds of Donald Trump tweets before the 2020 election. Again, moose grapefruits on these people. This is what totalitarians do. They love to brag about sticking it double-barreled family-friendly to you. I got more on this, including another hilarious media response and what they're doing to the journalists now who's exposing this, Taibi. Let me get to this, for uh, folks. Uh, I have this verbal tick. This word, <laughs> Burks, comes out all the time. I did it on, I had to edit it out of my Fox show this weekend because I did it twice. <laughs> folks. Folks, it's important. I'm a big Omaha Steaks fan, have been for a long time. I love quality steaks and burgers. There's nothing like it. And the holidays are here. Achieving gifting greatness when you give the gift of perfectly aged, tender, and delicious Omaha Steaks is available to you today with the steak experts at Omaha Steaks. Why? They put together special curated gift packages to help take the guesswork out of gifting and make you a holiday hero. You will be. Go to omahasteaks.com. Take advantage of 50% off site-wide, plus use code Bongino at checkout to get an additional $30 off your order. Send an assortment of mouth-watering favorites guaranteed to impress like the legendary Butcher's Cut Filet Mignons, air-chilled boneless chicken, ultra-juicy burgers, and even easy-to-prepare comfort meals that are ready in a flash. Omaha Steaks is ready to ship your order right away, so shop early and beat the shipping rush. Every steak and every entree is flash-frozen, vacuum-sealed, and ready to share with your family. Go to omahasteaks.com and use promo code Bongino at checkout. Omaha Steaks is a gift from the heart, a gift that will be remembered with every unforgettable, delicious, delectable bite. Order with complete confidence today, knowing you're ordering the very best. Visit omahasteaks.com. Get 50% off site-wide. Plus, use promo code Bongino at checkout to get that extra $30 off your order. Check them out. omahasteaks.com. Minimum order may be required. Thanks, Omaha Steaks. Good stuff, man. With cyber attacks on the rise, protecting your data security is more important than ever. So why is Congress considering a law that puts your data at greater risk of being hacked and exposed to foreign networks? The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill shifts billions in consumer spending to less secure payment networks, all so that corporate megastores can make bigger profits. Don't let Durbin Marshall steal your data. Visit handsoffmyrewards.com security and tell your senators to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Paid for by Electronic Payments Coalition. So the messenger here. So again, Yoel Roth just admitted 
um, that they had a team monitoring hundreds, his quote, not mine, of Trump's tweets. They're just telling you now. Now, they're also telling you who they really are. And again, these people aren't, there's a difference between misfeasance and malfeasance, right? Like this isn't a mistake that this is happening. Their evil actions and what they're doing to suppress free speech in America and, 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 and really aggressively attack anyone who stands for liberty and freedom is out there in the open. You got to read this in another New York Post piece, be in the newsletter today. Left-wing journalists, and believe me, we're using that word usually, have now resorted to personally attacking the reporter, Matt Taibbi, for working with Elon Musk to expose the Twitter files. Folks, none of this is by accident. It's not an accident. These media people and left-wing columnists are eager to usher in a totalitarian future that they cannot do without absolute information control. This is not misfeasance. It's malfeasance. I want you to watch this. The single most, I think, maybe troubling clip of the weekend from a left-wing absolute fake news journalist with air quotes. Up there with Taylor Lorenz, Brandy Zadrozny is... This is just a straight up communist right here. I don't know her. I don't want to know her. Never met her in my life. She is a straight up communist. She now knows for a fact what I just told you. The FBI, DHS, DNI, Biden campaign, Twitter, Facebook, and others all coordinated to interfere in and try to steal and I believe do steal in a propaganda war, the 2020 election based on the data that people would have voted differently if they would have known about the Hunter Biden story. She knows this. She knows all of this. They're all facts. I just told you, except for the counterfactual. You can only go by polls. That's just a fact, but it's fairly obvious. They deeply interfered in this 2020 election. Here's the Drosny. And I want you to listen at the end, how she frames this, as a helpful thing because it's Twitter making the platform safe. Yeah, yeah, she's right. Like Michael Steele, they're making it safe, safe for Democrats. Listen to this. In 2020, there was a New York Post story about Hunter Biden's laptop. Mm -hmm. um, when that came out, it was suggesting that somehow Hunter Biden, the president's son, um, was trading uh, his closeness with the president to um, gain money and, and, a, and a position in Ukraine. Um, when that came out, we now know it was a really helpful thing, actually, the Twitter files today, because we got to see how content moderation works. We got to see how when a group of people with differing political ideas and ideologies and views gets together in the spirit of making a platform safe and healthy and right before an election, right when we knew we had just learned of like the hack and leaks and WikiLeaks and all the stuff that that did to hurt um, and to affect the 2020 election, the 2016 election in 2020, they were heightened, right? People were trying to do the right thing inside Twitter. And it looked, this weird story of a laptop left in some like repair shop, it looked like a hack and leak. That's what people inside Twitter thought it was. And so they acted a little fast. And we heard that from um, Yoel Roth, the former head mm -hmm. of Trust and Safety, two days ago on Kara Swisher's podcast. He said that. He didn't agree with the idea. The day after it happened, Jack came out and said, I didn't agree with what happened. That happened too quickly. Because content moderation is a human activity. It's stuff that we do as humans to, you know, fulfill the North Star of whatever organization we have. Holy. Folks, even Guy had a comment on this one. This woman is a straight up communist propaganda minister. 
She knows the story was real, the Hunter Biden story. She knows the FBI knew the story was real. They had the laptop. She knows they colluded to crush it. She knows there are polls out there indicating there may have been a different election result. And rather than being horrified as a journalist, notice the language she uses. Oh, they were just making it helpful and clean and nice, the platform. And content moderation is hard. No, it's not hard. All they had to do was ask the FBI if the story is real. They had the laptop. That's all they had to do. What's the lesson from all of this? The lesson is very simple. Folks, we are in an increasingly aggressive media environment where you have to wall off completely yourself from the propaganda ministers on the left and understand you're not being told the story, you're being told a story. And it is our job to fracture that wall they're creating. Now that Elon's got Twitter back, I think it's going to be easier in the future. Or has Twitter, I didn't have it in the first place, has Twitter. It's going to be easier in the future, I think and I hope, and with True Social out there as well, to tell the truth about what the left is doing. We're in a dangerous time, folks. We are in a dangerous time. You will never be disappointed. And by the way, don't expect them to ever apologize. Remember Terrence Samuels from NPR? NPR, taxpayer-funded NPR. He was a managing editor. He was, he was watching the Hunter Biden story before the election. Remember this, when he said, we don't want to waste our time on stories that aren't really stories. We don't want to waste the listeners' and readers' time on stories that are just pure distractions. The story was real the whole time. Where's Terrence right now? We going to get a big, bold statement apologizing from him? What about Rolling Stone? Look at the date on this tweet. October 21st, 2020, right before the 2020 election. These are vile, baseless conspiracy theories spreading about Hunter Biden. And despite pledges to curb misinformation in the lead up to the election, social media sites aren't stopping them. Rolling Stone, I mean, no one really takes them serious as journalists. I mean, come on, let's be real. As journalists, I mean, that's kind of a joke. Rolling Stone, they've been the butt of Many self-enforced, self-inflicted jokes on them. Rolling Stone wants more censorship of the story. Rolling Stone could have just investigated the story and asked the FBI, but they chose not to. And by the way, whatever happened to those 51 intelligence officials that went on the record and said that the Hunter Biden laptop story looked like Russian disinformation? Whatever happened with them? Well, Breitbart's got a story up by Christina Wong noting they're awfully quiet. Ex-intelligence officials who said laptop was a Russian operation silent after Twitter files released. So strange. They haven't said anything either. So I asked you in the beginning, how deep does this censorship operation go? Is there a deep state? That's, I mean, really? That's fairly obvious at this point. The only question is, how deep is this state? Well, I've got an answer for you. In case you think this is only a federal government FBI operation, coming up next in an even more troubling story involves Arizona and censorship and all of this. Patriot Mobile, folks, offers for free phones are usually too good to be true. Just like freedom itself, nothing's free. Someone's always paying. Mobile phone companies not only look into your, into lock you into long-term contracts with these, but they also build the price of the phone into your bill with hidden fees. Of course, it's not free. With Patriot Mobile, they can show you how to get that same iPhone interest-free without the games and no contract. Patriot Mobile is America's only Christian conservative wireless provider. They offer nationwide coverage on the best 4G and 5G networks because they use the same towers as the major carriers. So you get the same great service while supporting a company that's fighting to preserve our God-given rights and freedoms. 
Patriot Mobile also offers a performance guarantee. If you're not happy with our coverage, you can with uh, with their coverage, you can switch over to either of three major carriers they provide for free. Wow. Big deal. Go to patriotmobile.com slash Dan or call the 100% U.S.-based customer service team at 972-PATRIOT. Get free activation t- uh, today with the offer code Dan. If you're fed up with these woke companies like I am that don't care about you, our values, or our country, support a company that does. It's a big guarantee right there. Performing, uh, patriotmobile.com slash Dan, patriotmobile.com slash Dan, patriotmobile.com slash Dan, or call them at 972-PATRIOT. Hmm, I'm impressed. Nice job. Thanks, Patriot Mobile. Okay. So how deep does all of this censorship operation go? Well, this broke this weekend, too. This little gem. And by gem, I mean another censorship-laden absurdity that the left-wing media will ignore. Apparently, Katie Hobbs, uh, who um, ushered in as the Secretary of State of Arizona, one of the worst-run elections in American history, a race she's claiming victory on in Arizona, Katie Hobbs and her team, her communications person, were apparently emailing Twitter. Yes, about Twitter posts and tweets they wanted removed, to which Twitter complied. Katie Hobbs was the Secretary of State in Arizona running for governor against Carrie Lake. Folks, I mean, again, saying it is almost ridiculous at this point. You know if this was a Republican doing this, like Brian Kemp in the race against Stacey Abrams, there would be calls to redo the election. There'd be cries of racism. There'd be calls to put Brian Kemp in jail. Uh, I'm dead serious. For election interference, there'd be calls for voter suppression, censorship, lawsuits. Where's the media on this story? The answer is if you're not listening to this show, you're probably not going to hear about it. The emails are right there, folks. That's Katie Hobbs's team. You can say it, it, uh, emailing people at the go- uh, government entities and Twitter to get tweets taken down. You know, and this is a, the censorship pipeline, as we're going to call it going forward. Government, FBI, Twitter, Facebook, this pipeline, this, this backslapping exercise where they censor conservatives. The censoring part isn't good enough. They need a propaganda angle first. I broke that down at the beginning of the show for a reason because I knew this story was coming up. Remember, there are two components to this that matter when it comes to big left-wing censorship, right? Number one is taking down information they don't like, i.e. the Hunter Biden story. But the second part of their censorship brigade here is pumping information they do like, uh, propaganda, fake stories that make their candidates look good, that make their government policies look good, that make their science, air quotes, look good. So then this popped this weekend. I'm like, here's part two, Daily Wire. The feds pay journalism group $5 million to create software to turn people into anti-misinformation bots. This Luke Rosiak story, it's in the newsletter again today, is another nuclear explosion. So the feds awarded $5 million to a group of journalists called Hacks Hackers to develop a software, listen to this crap, that'll encourage regular Americans to confront their friends over, quote, harmful posts and to correct misinformation. And it gives them a text, suggested text to reply. The group is also organizing Wikipedia, an obvious scam site, only for morons, to determine who is a credible source on vaccines and block anyone from being cited on the online encyclopedia. Hide and conquer, brother. You are absolutely right. This is a government entity giving money to private citizens, deputizing them to propagandize others using software and bot-type language and text and to censor Wikipedia, too. 
Tell me again how we're not in the most dangerous, anti-free speech, anti-First Amendment, anti-constitutional climate we've ever been in the United States. Tell me that so I can laugh in your face. They have to divert your attention, folks. Censor propagandize. Censor propagandize. Gaslight censor propagandize. Isolate people from the truth. Lie, lie, lie. They've got to divert your attention from the obvious. Everything they're telling you, we are. Conservatives, they are. Election deniers, science deniers. That is them. I can prove it to you. They just selected as the head of their party, Hakeem Jeffries. Here's a tweet, again, by Hakeem Jeffries, the new head taken over for Pelosi of the party, telling you the 2016 election was illegitimate. It's right there. That's his tweet, claiming Russian interference. If there was ever an election denier, it's this guy. Here's a video of him saying the same thing in case the text isn't good enough. Russia interfered with our election, attacked our democracy for the sole purpose of artificially placing someone at 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. They were successful. Now, how is this allowed to happen? That this guy is an obvious election denier and a conspiracy theorist and a fraud. That he's not censored by Yoel Roth and Twitter. The answer is because, again, the media is in on it. This is not an accident. It's not misfeasance. Here is a hilarious, again, tragically hilarious piece by Time Magazine, the embarrassing Yasmin Aguilera. She's attacking us for pointing out Hakeem Jeffries' own words. She says calling him an election denier. That's a misleading label. Why? (laughs) Dude, Joe, you didn't get to read this one. Uh Joe, because the term election denier, this is only for Republicans. No, she didn't say that. What? No, no, Come she on. did. I'll let me read it. Yeah, no, uh, yes. I mean, the term election denier, she says, has taken on a particular meaning. However, after Trump's failed re-election campaign, the phrase has come to be associated with Republicans who claim the 2020 election was stolen from Trump and assert without evidence it was fraud in the 2020 voting and cast doubt on voting systems. It's not, that's not for Democrats. That's a, it's just like if you're they, they claim if you're a minority, racism is impossible. That's only for white people. They do that, too. That they, they also say you can only care about the poor if you're a Democrat and vote Democrat. You don't. This is what they do. This is why we have such a corrupt anti First Amendment, anti constitutional environment right now, because this is what the media wants. This woman should be embarrassed publishing this, but she's not. She will be celebrated for this as this is used as a citation in Wikipedia now to crush any obvious logical evidence that Hakeem Jeffries is the biggest election denier of all, based on his own words. It's, it, oh, it is. It, he's right. He says it's a euphemism-filled Republicans pounce. It is. It's, an, it's a very, you're right. It's like a PhD-level Republicans pounce. It's a good point. It's not just simply Republicans pounce on misinformation, election denier, whatever. That's not what this is. This is like, again, an over-explanation of it to distract you from Republicans pouncing. By the way, they can't have you paying attention to science either. Actual science. So they call you a science denier. But that's interesting because when actual science comes out, the only place you hear about it is from, quote, science deniers like me, right? So this popped this weekend. Just the news. Rigorous international study of those N95 masks upends the federal COVID narrative. Again, science. So you know those N95 fitted masks? They did a peer-reviewed randomized controlled study on this, considering the thing for protection. And it undermined the late federal pivot to high-quality masks and calls to reimpose mask mandates in schools. 
published in the Annals of Internal Medicine this week and led by researchers at this university in Canada. The study found, and I quote, no statistically significant difference in protection between the two kinds of masks in healthcare facilities in Canada, Israel, Pakistan, and Egypt. Now, of course, because the left hates science, they're the science deniers, they're the most anti-science crowd out there. A bunch of liberal media and liberal fake science lunatics on Twitter came out and said, no, no, Joe, this story is horrible. This study's terrible because N95 masks, the reason is people touch them and they move them around a lot because they're uncomfortable to wear. Oh, so in other words, when you put it on in the real world and people act like they would in the real world, they don't work. Oh, okay. Hmm. That's a good rebuttal. Thank you. Very convincing. What are you going to do? I don't know, Donnie. I have no idea. Apparently move the mask around. So you're going to, this way it doesn't work. <laughs> Here's another one that came out this week. And again, science. Here's an actual scientist. Guy's name is Andrew Huff. Worked at EcoHealth Alliance. Got that grant from the government. Worked with the Wuhan lab. So he's got a book out. And he says, quote, China knew from day one. This was a genetically engineered agent. Huff wrote, the U.S. government's to blame for the transfer of dangerous biotech to the Chinese. He notes he was terrified what he saw, the Army veteran told the son. We were just handing them, i.e. China, bioweapons technology. Yeah, it sounds like a scientist to me. That may, again, may be science. That Twitter, that, Twitter, Twitter did. Twitter, I remember when YouTube attacked us as well for saying that same thing about masks that oh, just yeah. came out of this. Yeah, so, again, so strange how that happens. I'm going to play one last cut. In addition to censoring and propaganda, two components of the left trying to destroy the free exchange of ideas in the United States, there's one more thing they're into that I should have mentioned. It's this new fascination with pre-bunking. The FBI did that with the Hunter Biden story by telling Twitter in advance, hey, you might see something coming out and it looks fake like Russian disinformation. What they'll do ahead is when you're on target with a story, like the Great Reset, the globalists, George Soros and what they're all up to with their funding of far left causes and totalitarian causes, you'll get dunces like Joy Reid come out in advance and try to pre-bunk it by calling it something ridiculous like anti-Semitism. Really? We just did a whole show calling people out for that on uh, Friday. She may have missed that, of course, because she's a dunce. But here's Joy Reid trying to get ahead of the growing expose we've been doing on this show and elsewhere about the Great Reset crowd. Check this out. Even if they are denouncing it now, it doesn't mean that... They didn't give those very people a platform in the first place or that members of the party don't regularly traffic in anti-Semitism adjacent hyperventilation over George Soros and globalism. It all just goes to show how this kind of far right extremism is making a creepy comeback. That's the, you see how they do it. Media, FBI, DHS, DNI, Twitter, Facebook, liberal activists, Brandy Zadrozny. You see how all these people work together? Censor. Propaganda, pre-bunk, most dangerous free speech time we've ever lived in in this country is right now. The good news is things are turning around and we're on the upside. The beach ball of freedom, ladies and gentlemen, takes a lot of energy to keep it underwater. Eventually, it explodes. And I think you're seeing that now. All right, thanks again for tuning in. Got a great announcement coming up. I really hope you like these shirts. Sam, tomorrow about this. So we've been getting a lot of requests. Finally, took a lot of work. We want to make sure it benefits a charitable operation like our wonderful friends at Falls of Honor. We'll be talking about that tomorrow. And if you would, please subscribe to the podcast. It really helps us. It means a lot to us. It helps us move up the charts. There's a real effect to that. 
Um, subscribe on Apple, Spotify, and of course on Rumble, rumble.com slash Bongino. It is absolutely free, and I personally deeply appreciate it. Thanks a lot. See you on the radio show later. You just heard Dan Bongino.